everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Back Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Munden. For those of you guys who are new here, some quick links to reference are my Patreon, where you could sign up for as little as $1 a month for exclusive podcast episodes. Just Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon. It'll pop right up. Secondly, I have my Instagram, which is Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forrest with two R's. Also, you can follow me there. My podcast is available on all platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google, everything. Check it out. Glad to have you here. All right, guys, I have a real quick one for you today. It's, I don't know what I'm going to call this, but it was inspired by another podcaster called The Power Aesthetic. He's uh, a bit older than me. He's about 45, maybe late 30s, early 40s, jiu-jitsu practitioner, a really good guy. I discovered him a while ago. His podcast's name is Power Aesthetic. I've talked about it before on this podcast, so I guess you can consider this a shout out. It's honestly a phenomenal podcast. I think you should check it out. But he just did an episode called The Hidden Master. And it basically, within that episode, he talks about the pursuit of enlightenment. So I would invite you to go listen to that episode and um, listen to what he has to say about enlightenment. He tells you guys a really cool story, uh, kind of like a mythological, mythologically based story about the hero's journey. And he gives an example or he tells a story about how this individual is trying to seek enlightenment. I'm not going to repeat the story because you can just go listen to his episode um, and you can kind of get an idea. But basically, the story is deduced down to an individual who seeks enlightenment. He finds it in the most peculiar of places, uh, which is within a mirror. Now, enlightenment, we have to define first and foremost what actually is enlightenment in layman's terms. So enlightenment is the state of having knowledge or understanding, the act of giving someone knowledge or understanding. That is like the most, that is the simplest terms term I can actually give for enlightenment, but it's deeper than that. It's psychological, it bypasses and actually defines the human experience at a higher level of consciousness and or vibration or chi or vril or whatever you want to call the experience of enlightenment because enlightenment in and of itself is the experience. Now, before I go any further, I have to tell you guys the story about my pursuit of enlightenment. And many of you guys who are listening to this are probably in the same boat and or you can relate to it in a certain way. So about a couple years ago, I went through that really bad breakup that I've talked about a hundred times. It kind of was one death of many. I believe that man dies a hundred times over before he dies physically. We die emotionally, we die spiritually, we die mentally. Dying is essentially creating a new from the old. And so I was going through this death where I broke up with my girlfriend at the time and I was going through this uh, dilemma of not knowing really who I was anymore. And it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing after a breakup, and especially when you've been with the person for so many years that you start to realize that your, your identity was so caught up with that individual's that you have to align yourself with yourself again. So I went through this amazing spiritual journey and I discovered mythology and I discovered Norse mythology, Greek, Indian, all types of mythologies. And I noticed this reoccurring theme of enlightenment. 
In one point or another, each hero within his story was seeking enlightenment, uh, an acknowledgement of a higher power, and an ability to access that state mentally within the physical realm. And to be honest with you, I've checked and I, I, I've sought out enlightenment in the strangest of places. I've, I, I've tried to become enlightened through different substances. I've attempted to become enlightened through uh, backpacking and 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 trips to Europe and living in strange places and and doing weird things and and reading strange novels and history works and and all sorts of things we all have our own journeys of enlightenment we all seek it in the same external places only to find out that enlightenment was always between your ears it was in your mind enlightenment is not so much a physical place but rather a totally and completely spiritual and during my quest for enlightenment, just like the myth, uh, which is Parsifal and the Holy Grail, I stumbled upon the Holy Grail. I stumbled upon the Grail and the Grail King. And I asked, and I, I, I'll never forget this, but I was cooking potatoes. I know this is the weirdest segue, but I'll make it make sense. Where, actually, we got to reverse a little bit. I was sitting on my deck and I just read something so mind-blowing that it put me into a neurologically ecstasy-like state. I can't remember what it was that I was reading, but I was reading some type of psychological or as you were uh, psychology book. And I was looking at the pear tree that was in front of me. And as I was looking at this pear tree, it was a beautiful summer day. I noticed that the water was coming off of the pear tree in the most elegant of ways. The way that the light refracted from the raindrops or the water drops dripping off of each leaf to each stick to each pear sent beams of light to, through the air into like my retinas or my corneas. It looked like the most magical of sights. And as I was sitting there staring at it, I got hit with this intense feeling of dopamine and or I don't know, serotonin spike that was as if I was just having the highest of highs. I was having, it was as if I took some type of like, I don't know, I've never done Molly before, but as if it was like Molly or maybe like some type of shroom experience, but I felt as if I was in another, I've accessed another dimension. I was in another psychological state. And all of a sudden, I noticed this youthfulness to myself. I've looked and, and, a, and a sense of magic and a sense of of overwhelming just awe at the mere existence of this light coming from these water droplets and to look at the pear tree and to see it for what it was which was a fruit bearing tree was so poetic and so comforting and you know it sent me into this state of just speechlessness that is what i can describe it it is complete and total awe and i remember being in this dazed state where I looked around very, very slowly and I realized that something happened within myself. Other people would call this experience maybe a touch of God or an angel's kiss or maybe enlightenment in and of itself, but my feelings outside of my physical experience were that of just complete and total content. I mean, com content, content that is undescribable a sense of 
of comfort and being and belonging uh, and also a sense of understanding. Every question that I ever had about my existence, every question that I had about life, every question that I had about death, every question I had about every wrong and right that I've ever done was answered through this state of being, which was an accidental, maybe chemical enlightenment caused by a spike in dopamine or serotonin, or was it caused by that neurological phenomenon that I experienced from that conclusion that I came to in this book, which was about mythology. Basically what happened is that I touched, I tapped into a really strange space, a cosmic space, a spiritual space that allowed me to rise above. My consciousness was so high, so quickly that it made me feel like I was floating upon a cloud. This state of being lasted two days, 48 hours of complete and total enlightenment. Every question that I had was answered because I realized that I didn't need to answer it anymore. And I think a part of becoming enlightened is understanding that the questions that you have unanswered is what life is about. Meaning that we as humans have an underlying need to have our questions answered. But once you subdue that urge to have those mortal questions answered, then and only then can you truly begin to access enlightenment. It's when you stop seeking enlightenment that it comes to you. It's strange. And I wasn't actively seeking it at the time, but for about two days I was in this this state of being where everything was just so lofty and so beautiful. And it was like walking through poetry. I'm talking every single step was like a brand new life over and over again. I would go into the woods, into nature with no intention of doing anything, but just wandering around. It's as if, it's as if 85 year old Forrest Munden was on his deathbed. And I've and he accessed some type of machine that allowed him to experience 25-year-old Forrest Munden's day all over again. It was as if I was a dead man experiencing life all over again for two days. That was it. And I would walk around into the woods and I would look at every leaf. I would look at every flower. My senses were multiplied by a dozen. And I would turn over stones and I would look at insects and I would look at ants carrying sticks and watching their order and watching them dig holes. I would be excited to talk to friends and family. I was the most sociable creature in the entire world for those two days and those two days only. And after those two days were up, I was met with this astonishing sense of anxiety and paranoia and another death and I was cooking potatoes doing of all things <laughs> cooking potatoes and as I was cooking potatoes and I was in this esoteric kind of like I said uh, fruitful state of just oh I am the highest most elevated being in the all of the world I know what it feels like to be enlightened that's what I was feeling but I didn't really know what it was at the time but the point is I felt that and then like a, a snap of my fingers it was gone just completely and totally obliterated while I was making lunch. And I was, as I was cooking potatoes, I got hit with this absolutely striking fear. 
just complete and total fear and anxiety and I was tossed into a panic attack something I've I've never had a panic attack in my entire life never had a, have I had a panic attack and I was it was very very difficult for me to breathe my heart was pounding I was sweating I felt as though I was going to pass out I couldn't control my breathing at all I had to go outside I was convinced totally and completely that I was about to die I was maybe I was having a heart attack or a stroke or something insane like that maybe something I've done far far long ago was coming back to bite me maybe my exposures to certain chemicals or maybe I had a brain tumor I didn't know about and that's why I was feeling all these feelings I don't know but in that current moment I felt as though I was a goner and I uh, realized that my family was going to find me dead in my house days possibly weeks later and that just sent me spiraling even more and I had to go outside and as I was walking around outside started just weeping i couldn't control any of my emotions anymore and what i realized happened only in hindsight was that i was tossed out of the grail castle i was i for a for the briefest of moments in time i touched the holy grail and i had it in my hands and i was given that gift by god or a higher power or for whatever reason maybe a lesson learned but i was tossed out of that grail castle and i was weaker than I've ever been before. I felt like I had social anxiety. I felt completely and totally lost and confused. And also the experience left me also disappointed because I felt like I had all these answers and I had total and complete inner and outer peace. And all of a sudden, just like that, it was taken away from me, which led me to a, a severely questioning if I had health issues, maybe even mental health issues. But what I ended up finding now only my later years, years later, is what I stumbled upon was what I call accidental enlightenment. And I believe this happens to people sometimes for maybe reasons known or unknown. I'm not sure. I don't really care anymore. I don't really ponder upon it. One person can say it's just a chemical reaction. And I had, um, you know, uh, my, my brain produced too much serotonin or dopamine or whatever. Another person will say it was this, but I don't care. All I know is that I experienced it and I'm sharing it with you now. So I know what it feels like to be enlightened at least, at least to a certain extent, at least in the most humanly, human sense, the most accidental, the most childlike sense I could possibly imagine. But now we have to answer the question of how do I find that again? How did I find that the first time? And how do you, yourself, listener, find enlightenment? Well, the first thing you ought to do is stop looking for it. Enlightenment never comes to those who seek it. It is the strangest and weirdest of, of phenomenon to acknowledge the fact that enlightenment doesn't come to people who actively seek it. I believe that enlightenment comes from years and years of experiencing life and paying attention, being awake, keeping your eyes wide open. I believe that enlightenment comes in the most natural, most obscure, most calm forms of existence. But also, I believe that enlightenment come can come post post feelings of extreme suffering and depression and anxiety which there's a lesson to be learned in that for those of you who are going through extreme forms of trauma and i mean trauma in the true sense not trauma and people just say they have trauma now for attention and stuff like that i mean if you're going through some type of of severe trauma anxiety severe depression suicidal thoughts or tendencies or maybe you're just completely and totally lost and you're looking for answers i guess there's hope in understanding that the suffering that you're currently enduring will lead to your greatest gift. And often post-suffering, post-chapters of our lives that cause us extreme amounts of pain, 
that is the time when you are on the path towards enlightenment, a higher sense of consciousness. And I thoroughly believe that when you are seeking enlightenment, the gods or the universe will test you and put you through through moments of of high high amounts of love and euphoria and wealth and then it'll take it all away just like that just to see how you will react so all i can say in this episode is that enlightenment is not to be sought actively instead let enlightenment come to you through your experience of life let enlightenment come through lessons let your enlightenment come through moments of joy and pain and experiencing don't be afraid to experience life show compassion and show empathy towards those who are worthy of it and live life heroically and allow yourself more experiences. I know this sounds vague. I'm trying to keep it vague for a reason because I don't want to I don't want to give you all the answers because those answers aren't going to be given to me, given by me or anyone else. I am not in the place to do that. Um, that is only for you to decide. But in order to seek enlightenment, stop seeking it. It'll come to you when you're ready. Have a fantastic Thursday, guys. I hope this episode helped. I just took a break in the middle of woodworking in order to share this message with you. But nonetheless, guys, have a fantastic Thursday, and I will see you for the next episode.